0: A Harvard University study conducted in 1938 tried to determine the secret of raising successful children. 268 male Harvard students were tracked for 70 years in the Harvard Grant study, the first of its kind. Their mental health and physical health was analyzed as well as their successes and failures. One clear conclusion emerged. Family is important because a successful and happy life depends on having a loving family and healthy relationships. I'm Marcus Ramtol and welcome back to the Dope Black Dads podcast. Today, we are talking about the important aspects of building a healthy family. Now, if you're listening to this, I'm going to assume by default that family is important to you. We don't just have dads listening to this. We don't just have black dads listen to this. We've got people who are interested in maybe starting families of their own, We've got mums, we've got all kinds of of people listening to the podcast, but I'm certain if you're listening and have been listening, then family is an important part of your life. And before we begin, uh, you know, I'd like to say not all families are the same. I'm certainly going to share my experiences from my family, uh, the, the family that I raise and the family that I'm from, but your experience either way might be quite different. And that's completely fine. Take what you can from what I'm sharing. Take what you can from from the research that we've uncovered uh, and just try it out. Uh, With that in mind, I want to start with a story, Uh, a moment that happened last week, quite timely before recording this podcast. Last week, uh, I had the pleasure of attending the graduation of one of my mentees from the charity Springboard's hospitality program at the gorgeous Diageo HQ um, in London. And it was a really proud moment for everybody who was involved in supporting this young man, um, you know, mentees, coaches, etc. Uh, for him as well, but not least of all for his foster father, who I met uh, that day for the very first time, and I had the pleasure of speaking to him about his experiences, um, taking on the challenges. Um, with this young man and and how it wasn't plain sailing and the perseverance and ultimately the pride in in what he'd gone on to achieve. And I think that just kind of cements what I'm saying about, you know, family looks lots of different ways, um, but it's rewarding just the same. So why, why is having a healthy family important? Well, it won't surprise you to find that the research is showing that the first relationships our kids form, with us with the parents uh, with their first role models with their first teachers and we know that as kids get older they start to kind of veer to wanting to know more about what their peers feel about them at the same time we're finding that a strong foundational base of family leads to better mental health and well-being in adolescence i particularly like this from the encyclopedia of early childhood development A healthy family made up of good parenting is found to be associated with better emotional regulation, obedience, academic performance, social competence and resilience. So I've talked uh, previously uh, in the podcast about uh, the importance of date night, about modelling healthy relationships with your partner, with your spouse for our children. And I talked there about, you know, showing that kind of affection to to the whole family and communicating why it's important that we spend time with our spouses. And of course, it's really important to spend time with our kids as well. Another thing that came up was effective communication. So that's something I feel like I'm still working on, still a work in progress, but I'm going to get there. Um, But when I was reading this, I was thinking about my relationship with my father growing up and again it won't surprise you to know late 80s early 90s black household you know the the uh the forms of punishment weren't necessarily things like the naughty step or um a stern telling off what i do remember though is when i stepped out of line and uh you know my my dad had done his thing and everything had calmed down, I'd come back out of the bedroom, down the stairs, tail between my legs and I'd sit on my father's lap and he would explain very clearly why I was upset, why I was disappointed, what I had done wrong, what the kind of standards were for my behaviour and kind of also how we got along as a family. Now fast forward to... Um, 2023, and I speak to him about that. He said, you know, we, we know better now. We shouldn't be, um, doing that to our children. But at the same time, I appreciate the time spent afterwards to effectively communicate what was going on in, in those moments J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. As I say, I'm still getting better at that. and You can... Again, won't surprise you. I'm going to keep saying that's my kind of go-to phrase for this episode. We think, we're talking about things like taking the time not to interrupt our children when they're speaking to us, taking the time to explain to them clearly what we expect of them and what should we, they should expect of us. Um, and as I say, I'm still getting there. Being completely present with them, with all the distractions in the modern world, that's another one as well. And on that note, spending quality time with your family has been noted as a crucial factor again it will not surprise you to hear this and my thoughts here is it doesn't need to be spectacular it doesn't need to be you know lavish holidays or expensive day trips meal times just as important and so simple uh, time spent playing board games together for us Um, a typical Sunday after church will be come back get the homework done spend the whole afternoon playing board games and then sit down to Sunday dinner together and that doesn't cost anything and there's no pressure in those communications as well because there's nowhere really for you to go you don't have to try and catch a train you don't have to talk about the deeper meaning of life and school and work and happiness you can just sit there and have fun and play Um, and my daughter is rejoicing in the moment at uh, beating me in Monopoly countless times I think I've trained her too well uh, which is something I used to do with my dad so it's great to kind of take those family traditions down as well. Meal times, of course is a really important one and again during this cost of living crisis where everyone's working all the hours under the sun to keep roofs over their heads to pay the bills etc it's something even if you can do it once a week that's really valuable And I remember having the the privilege of mealtimes with my parents, both of them, every day growing up. And I'll talk about that a bit more uh, in a moment. But I remember I was about 20 living at home and I had a friend come over. We were working on a song and it got quite late because there was a lot of work to do. So it was dinner time. We went down to dinner and we sat down at the table and she said, oh, um, is this a special occasion? And I stopped and I thought, no, no, it's dinner time. And she said to me, oh, it's just, you know, you've got cutlery out and you're sitting at the table together. And I was like, yeah, it's dinner time. And that was the first time I'd really experienced that other people didn't find that normal. And in fact, when I worked in local authority uh, many years ago, there was a horrific statistic going around. I can't remember the exact percentage, but it was a very high percentage of under 15 year olds in the borough I was working in had never had a home-cooked meal and that's that's quite shocking to me um needless to say I was I was really lucky I think um my my father worked nights that he would take the time to go to bed early as soon as he got in from work and be up by four o'clock and he was in the kitchen cooking dinner and we sat down to dinner at five o'clock every day as a family before he went to work at eight o'clock that night. Uh, the other thing that was um, that I kind of look back on and go, oh yeah, that was really inspiring, was we couldn't really afford to go on holiday, but dad used to always save up his holidays for when it was school holiday time. So at least we could kind of be together. And the things we do together didn't cost any money because we didn't have any. Uh, we'd go and see all the free museums in London. There's plenty of, of free activities out there. If you do want to go on day trips, I remember... When it got to lunchtime, eating the sandwiches that that mum and dad had made early that morning and packed up for us, whilst people piled into cafes and restaurants and McDonald's thinking, oh, that's nice. But actually, when I look back on those experiences, they're they're really quite special and they didn't cost anything. So on that note, by some weird twist of fate, as I'm recording this episode, tomorrow is going to be the 1st of April. The 1st of April 1973 was when my father came to this country um, for the first time, faced a lot of challenges, hardship. There was no internet, there was no podcasts, kind of felt his way through parenting and did a job that I still aspire to do half as well. So dad, 50 years, this one's for you. For everyone else, see you next time.